Hello, everyone. Welcome into another episode of Kentucky Daily. I'm your host, Sean Smith. Uh, going to hop on here and just take you through some things over the last week or so that have happened here in July. But the, the biggest takeaway for this episode of Kentucky Daily is I want to just talk about the rejuvenation of John Calipari and the men's basketball program. And, and I know some are probably going to be like, well, why are you getting into this now before they've even played a game in the Bahamas? And and why are you talking about all these things before they've ever you know won anything in the regular season or in the NCAA tournament? Because we know that this last season was a really good regular season, had a number two seed going into the NCAA tournament, and then it ended in disappointment. Uh, but my thing is that I, that I want to talk about on this episode is just the changes that I feel like have been made and the changes that I've seen, you know, from afar, just following the program. And, and I know that I took a lot of time off work, but really diving back into it, hopefully y'all have been seeing, I've been posting more on the website and stuff. And then that's the plan is to get back to a somewhat of a daily routine here with Kentucky daily as well as we move throughout July, SEC football media day next week, and then into the Bahamas games in August for Kentucky men's basketball. But when Kentucky lost to St. Peter's in Indianapolis in March, I was pretty critical of John Calipari, along with a lot of the listeners to the show and other media members and fans and and everyone, honestly, and, and rightfully so. I, I had concerns about where the program was headed. I had concerns about definitely where the program was headed as you went throughout the spring, and they, they lost their young assistant, and Jay Lucas, and they lose him to Duke. And, and Duke has been that cool school for a while, and Kentucky's sitting here kind of trying to play catch-up and the frustration of not offering top talent sooner and kind of being behind the eight ball before you really even get started in a recruitment. And and that, that was something that even into April and in early May, I'm like, what are, what are we doing here? Like, when is this, you know, is, is this going to change? Is this, this is something that fans have been wanting to see change about John Calipari and and some of the stubbornness and, and, and get that motivation and that chip on his shoulder to be that recruiter that he was back in the day and then stop, you know, talking about, uh, you know, the gold standard and, and all these things and these sayings that he said for years that kind of just got to the point to where you kind of made you sick at your stomach to continue hearing them when Kentucky wasn't putting up results on the floor or banners in Rupp Arena or even SEC titles like it is it's been a while since they've even done that when it comes to to winning the SEC tournament the SEC regular season title elite eights you know advancing in the NCAA tournament getting to final fours it's been a while but I honestly I I don't want to say that I'm sorry I'm not going to apologize for that criticism but I do want to give recognition to John Calipari, I think right now what he's doing and the things that he's doing and the staff, I think they're doing a lot of good. You're seeing, I know in the last week or so, you, or the last couple of weeks, I mean, you start with the Robert Dillingham recruitment. They, they're able to land Robert Dillingham, an, an elite talent in the backcourt that is one of the most fun players to watch. And when you look over the course of Cal's time at Kentucky, if they hold this thing out and he gets to campus and he signs and he plays – then Robert Dillingham, I think, is going to be one of the flashiest, most exciting guards that John Calipari has had. He's that type of talent. Uh, he's a walking bucket, uh, can shoot the shot, and he can do a lot of different things with the ball in his hands. Just a really, really crafty player that I think is going to bring a lot of excitement to the program. So good news there. Gets that recruitment one in the summer. 
Then you start seeing the momentum shifting last late last week with DJ Wagner's recruitment. You see Travis Branham changes crystal ball prediction from Louisville to foggy. And that means that some things are changing. There's a lot of unknowns there, but not as confident as he was at one point is the tide shifting in favor of Kentucky. And then you see Justin Edwards and, and, and things that, that that recruitment and stuff now with uh, with a commitment coming up after Peach Jam. Where does Kentucky stand in that one? A lot of people believe that Kentucky's in a really good spot uh, when it comes to that recruitment. So where do they stand with, with DJ Wagner? Where do they stand with Edwards? They just landed Dillingham. What happens with Bradshaw? There's a lot of good publicity and good news and momentum on the recruiting trail right now that it feels like John Calipari and Kentucky is regaining control of that identity of who they were not in the last three or four years, but who they were a decade ago, who they were seven, eight, nine years ago when Orlando Antigua was a part of the staff before he came back, when they were going on those magical runs in recruitment and recruiting and landing the elite prospects. Not only do I really like what they're doing there in 23, I like the early offers to 24 the getting in on players sooner, not waiting until that final evaluation period of July going into their senior year or something or waiting till high school season of their junior year. There's a storm rolling in here, so hopefully the uh, power holds up here and I'm able to get this podcast recorded and out there to you. But I think that that transition was one of the biggest changes was seeing him get involved and offering Ian Jackson a top talent in 24 and some other pieces in 24 as well. I thought that that was encouraging. You you see him offering an in-state player like Travis Perry from Lyon County on the hills of Reed Shepard committing to the program last November. So the, the getting in on in-state kids. There's a lot of things right now that I think Calipari is doing that the fan base has been kind of clamoring for and, and, and screaming for for years now. Cal, why won't you do this? Why won't John Calipari do this? Why is he so stubborn? I like the moves that are being made. And on top of the moves in recruiting, I like the moves that are being made right now when it comes to engaging and interacting with the fan base. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Uh, I know that John Calipari partnered with Kroger. They had the first stop today in Louisville to provide some relief effort for those affected by the devastating tornadoes that happened in western Kentucky last December when Kentucky was on their trip to Notre Dame. Uh, So I know John Calipari put this together alongside Kroger and partnering to where they could go to five stops around the state. Louisville today, it'll be London, Kentucky tomorrow, 
And then they'll be in Georgetown Kroger on Thursday, Somerset on Friday, and Moorhead Kroger on Saturday. And over a thousand fans showed up today in Louisville alongside Oscar Shibway, Adu Tiro, uh, Lance Ware, Orlando Antigua was there. I, I think that that's a really good thing too. Is it's I see John Calipari getting out there, getting engaged with the fan base, and and kind of just reestablishing some of that chemistry that made him so great at this job and the perfect fit for this job years ago. He didn't show up at the NBA draft uh, this year. You know, he, he wasn't there and, and stuff when, when players were picked and, and selected. And I know that was kind of a, an eye-opening thing where everybody was like, where's John Calipari? He, he's been out. He's recruiting. He's, he's been everywhere recruiting the last few weeks. He gets back from recruiting, has a little bit of confidence about him when he makes a post on Twitter, whoever made that uh, that tweet, whether it was T.J. Bosner or someone else that tweeted out from that account. That was a message to me of confidence in what they had got done on the recruiting trail in recent days or weeks. And then he got back to his team, talking about the way that he loves this team. And, and you know, you're getting Oscar Shibway back. You're getting Xavier Wheeler back. All these pieces coming back. What you've brought in as freshmen and transfers it just feels like the the PR around the program, it was a little stagnant there after the loss to St. Peter's. And honestly, I don't think that we could say anything different because I just don't think there was anything in that moment really that John Calipari could have said a week to two weeks after that loss that would have made anyone feel better. He could have said a lot of good things, and I still think the taste, the bitter taste in the fans' mouths would have been there, and it probably would have been dismissed as, oh, it's just John Calipari. But you wanted to see change and you're seeing change. You're seeing it in a philosophy of change. You're seeing it with offers coming sooner. You're seeing it with getting back out and engaging with the fans in different ways. He's got the, the program there where fans are signing it that he's going to take around with him this year uh, in tribute to Joe B. Hall. And, and I just think that that's a good thing. I think, like I said, the offer to Travis Perry and, and getting there and, and watching Travis Perry uh, in that event at Shelbyville a few weeks ago, I just think there's a lot of good going on right now from John Calipari's side and a lot of good with the Kentucky men's basketball program, especially in the last four to five weeks that I feel like the tide is shifting and you're starting to see it pay off. And if Kentucky goes on a heater here in recruitment and we, we don't know what's going to happen, does, does Justin Edwards commit to Kentucky after Peach Jam? Does DJ, Wag does DJ Wagner eventually pull the trigger on a commitment to Kentucky here before the school year begins or into the late summer? If this class ends up being one of those stronger ones and then you look at what they're getting started on in 24 with early offers, I kind of like what Kentucky's doing. And I feel like I needed to get on here and I need to record and, and just kind of, like I said, not apologize, but just give recognition and some credit to what they're doing and the changes that have been made since that loss to St. Peter's. It feels like an eternity ago since that game happened, but honestly, it wasn't that long ago. A few months ago, you're going to have some TV time here with Kentucky. You're going to get to see them in action in the Bahamas here in less than 26, 27 days. Going to get a look at these new players, what Oscar Shibway looks like as a senior, Xavier Wheeler. You're going to get some good publicity with the program, and that's a huge step forward uh, getting started on this 2022-23 uh, season. You're seeing that schedule come together. I know John Rothstein reported today that North Florida is a part of that schedule now. We got the SEC opponents uh, mentioned there. My dog's climbing over here on me because I'm talking, so if you hear her, I apologize. But definitely excited for what's to come here in the next few weeks and getting to watch this team play, getting to talk about them on this podcast, getting to write about them. 
Uh, but I did just want to hop on here and just uh, give my recognition for what's going on with the Kentucky men's basketball program. And, and hopefully you all that probably are still a little bit reserved, you're wanting to see some results on the floor. But the changes are being made, I think, to set that up and, ha- and set them up to have success, not just this year, but it looks like moving forward with the momentum that is in the recruiting trail right now. But hopefully I'll be able to hop back on here again this week and get another episode or two out there to you, uh, whether it be football, basketball content, SEC Football Media Day next week in Atlanta. you got Will Levis, you got Kenneth Horsey, and DeAndre Square as the representatives for Kentucky alongside Mark Stoops. That'll be Wednesday in Atlanta. I am planning to make that trip down there, uh, hopefully, unless something changes. If something does change and I don't make the trip, I'll still have some coverage from the event. I'll still talk about the key takeaways from some things that the players and Mark Stoops says at the podium. Football season just around the corner as well. You're going to get Kentucky basketball in August. You're going to get plenty of preseason coverage. And then the 1st of September there, moving right into Kentucky football season and then a matchup with Florida, I think now is less than 60 days away. So a really good time to be a Kentucky fan. If you can, make it out to one of those Kroger locations this week. If you're near London, Georgetown, Somerset, or Moorhead, if you're within driving distance or maybe an hour or so away, get out to one of those locations, see John Calipari. Not sure which players will be with him at the stop tomorrow or if another assistant coach will be there, but um, I'm sure it's a lot of fun. Had over 1,000 people continue donating to uh, help provide relief efforts for those affected by the storms last December. As always, this show is powered by Blue Wire Pods. It's also powered by the Butcher's Pub you got three locations, Palmville, Williamsburg, and London, Kentucky. You can visit thebutcherspub.com or check them out on Facebook. I'm Sean Smith. We'll catch you next time on Kentucky Daily.